0: We're talking TV with uh, with Pratik in a moment. And then we debut a new feature called Proud Parents. I asked you uh, just a couple of weeks ago if you could get in touch and tell me about a son or daughter uh, that you are proud of. Tell us what you've been up to. I get lots of those emails anyway, so we've decided to uh, do a weekly feature on it. Um, today we'll meet Lynn whose son is a showbiz star on the rise. And then our expert today is from the police, and we'll answer any questions you might have about working for the police. Right now, though, let's talk TV. Protect Navani, RNZ, is here with me in studio. Hello. Hey, Jesse. How are you? Good, and some great uh, choices today. What We Do in the Shadows, they're up to season five. That's right. I completely forgot that the show is still going. Yeah. Can you help me look at, so this is the spin-off, a television spin-off of a movie, right?
1: That's right. Um, The movie came out back in 2014, I want to say. A New Zealand movie, actually. It was the only thing I had seen from New Zealand before I came here. So that's what I thought it was gonna be like. <laughs> oh, where did you come from? Uh, I originally am from India, yeah. but I spend most of my adult life in Canada. Canada, that's right. Yes. Yeah.
0: So you had only seen what we do in the shadows <laughs> before you moved here?
1: Yes. That and I guess Lot of the Rings if you count that. <laughs> uh but aside from that I had no idea what I was in for when I first moved here.
0: Gosh. And and what I haven't seen that movie, so what so the movie's what, what about. What perspective does it give you on New Zealand?
1: <laughs> just like the lay of the land, I would say, yeah. kind of the
0: personality, just, the sense of humor,
1: the sense of humor, humor more than anything. Like I found the humor really good. The movie's iconic, and it's it's just got these three vampires, and they're familiar living in Wellington and just like going about doing day to day normal stuff. It's a mockumentary, yeah, uh, starring Taika Waititi, Jermaine. Uh, Cl- and I forget the third... Clement. And Jermaine is it Clement. Johnny Bruff? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes, yes. And um, again, I had no idea who these people were when I saw the movie mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, and I loved the movie so much. And when the show was announced and it had Matt Berry, who I love from the IT crowd, because he just does this signature Matt Berry voice. Right. Where he <laughs> just says words like really high pitched. And I'm not even going to try and admit it that <laughs> And um the show is hilarious it's well made it's in the similar style as the movies and um carries the like same kind of sense of humor as the sh- as the movie uh, the premise is you've got four vampires instead of three, like in the original movie. They live in Staten Island with their familiar Guillermo. And um, the thing I like, the characters are similar, but this one, I really love that they've got, like, a female vampire in their entourage uh-huh. and an energy vampire, <laughs> which, if no one's ever heard of that, is because they didn't exist until the show. Okay. And <laughs> and they made the energy vampires, uh, like, the guys uh, who don't live on blood but they feed on energy so if you ever find yourself having a conversation and leaving the conversation feeling like you've been drained (laughs) you were probably speaking to an energy oh that's
0: great that's great i didn't realize this. So an all-new cast for the tv show and set in america
1: that's right so does it feel
0: like a new zealand show
1: i feel like the show um does i mean the humor is very similar to the movie but if you were if you've never watched the movie before and you're coming in dark like oh this is the first time I'm watching this you wouldn't get that this is a new zealand inspired show yeah. like you wouldn't get that feeling but yeah. that's not a criticism i feel like they've tried to like target audiences across the world like you know if you're from the uk new zealand like or north america it doesn't matter i think you would still find the show very funny
0: has it changed much over five seasons
1: it's uh, uh yeah well on um, the movie was a mockumentary and so is the show and the movie's premise of the movie is kind of like here have a look at these vampires living in you know in late 2000s yeah. and see what it would be like to be a vampire now because Movies didn't really cover that. (laughs) Um, And they get into hilarious hijinks and the show generally follows that theme where it's like oh here's uh what would it be like to be a vamp a vampire's go to like one episode is just like they're going to the mall you know how they act like you know they'll see someone trying to sell them perfume and matt berry in his classic voice will go i don't need your cheap trinkets woman Mm -hmm. leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) and hypnotizing people every time they mess up because they just cannot they're so out of touch they can't integrate vampires at the gym and they stand <laughs> out because of course they have no reflection right. so it's just weights floating at the oh, air oh that's
0: great, yeah. I love that fantastic, ok that's what we do in the shadows season 5 uh, you have also had a look at a show called is it Foundations?
1: yes, Foundation, based on the Isaac Asimov book mm. saga, which I haven't read
0: Yeah. Uh, but, but you are a sci-fi fan though I'm
1: a huge sci-fi nerd, like I wish I would have I had read this book way back when I was 13, but now that the show's out, I would recommend people that haven't read the book to so just go watch it because it's such a, it's very easy to get into because hmm. the books really drop you into, like, this huge universe and, like, just exposition for, like, the first 100 pages or so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, like, the struggle with these big, big large-scale yeah. sci-fis. And I think the show's done a really good job. Job of slowly peeling back the curtain of what the universe that they've built. It's like, it's the earth many, many, many years from Mm. now. Humanity is like spread across the universe. And um, there's an empire uh, uh, ruled by Cleon, the first. And he decides that he doesn't want to pass his power on to a successor. So he starts to clone himself and passes it on to Cleon second II or third, mm-hmm. And over time, like, the empire flourishes because it's just one ideology ruling it. And the book and the show does a really good job of exploring these political ideologies as well as, like, how Black Mirror does, you know, the implications of scientific advancement, like, you know, what are the ethics of it. And it doesn't really point that out because um, in that show... In the Foundation Saga, it's it's not about the empire. It's about the collapse of the empire. Mm-hmm. A mathematician predicts through his—comes up with an algorithm, and uh, the algorithm tells him that, uh, you know, humanity is about to collapse. And instead of going through hundreds—like tens of thousands of years of chaos— He's figured out a system. His algorithm will tell people how to reduce those dark ages that are to come to only a 1,000 years instead of 10,000. And no one takes him seriously because no one takes scientists uh, (laughs) telling people... Rings a bell. Yeah, exactly. And the show, it parallels the real world very well and like Black Mirror-esque things where the clones get corrupted. So there's this whole ideology behind... Do these clones? Are these clones more original than the exact replica? And I'm I'm not getting that point across so well because the show does a really good job of getting you there without actually telling you. Yeah, yeah,
0: I remember that from Westworld. Um, Westworld had some really interesting sort of ideas about when um when an artificially intelligent being sort of get sentience and, and and when should their rights matter and when should injuring and harming them be wrong. But it didn't set it out like a lecture, right? It just creates this world.
1: Exactly. creates
0: these situations where you suddenly think about these things. Yeah,
1: I mean the most um, – the thing from the show and the book that's really striking is because AI is really expensive and hard to get your hands around and it's only the people in power that have access mm-hmm. to AI that use it to kind of, you know – Rule over people that yeah. don't have access to this so, uh, information and
0: weird version of the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer.
1: That's right, and the empire has access to this like robot essentially. Uh, which is perfect which is a perfect artificial intelligence, and over time it starts to look for meaning and falls to religion, so there is a very religious AI and uh whose motives are unknown so if you want to know how that goes, I would recommend checking the huh. show out because it 's super rich in world building. And just like the stories are very thrilling and intriguing, just like the different characters, the way they interact with each other, what's happening in the universe will make you want to keep watching. And season two picks up right where season one left off.
0: Yes, criticism summarized on Wikipedia. um, The pacing specifically of the time jumps, the use of narration and complexity of the plot were often criticized in the first season.
1: Yes. Um, because of how much is there in the book, I, mm. I feel like that's what the biggest challenge. went, went Very ambitious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot the, to the take
0: The scale on. is like a thousand years, a thousand year saga.
1: Exactly. Mm. And I mean, just right off the bat, there's so much happening because time travel, no, not time travel, traveling through space can like, if anyone's watched Interstellar, you must have seen like, you know, this is like how... Um, when, um, like, the characters in Interstellar travel to distant mm. galaxies, they're, they age much slower because they're traveling closer to the speed of light. But, again, the show doesn't give, sit you down and give you a lecture on that, so it might get lost on you at first, but it, I think that's just a setup to make these characters then interact with each other in a more interesting way. So... It's It lags in the middle. Season one lags a bit in the middle of it. But when it picks up, you're like, oh, where can I get more? And I'm tempted to read the book, but I'm not going to because I know it will spoil it for me.
0: That one, you were the first person to tell me about that other big sci-fi show this year. And then suddenly everyone was talking about it. What was that one? Silo. Yeah. Oh,
1: beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful book. That,
0: has, that was apparently so gripping that a lot of people have picked up the book. That's right. To try and get ahead now that the season is over.
1: Yeah. I mean... Uh, Silo was just amazing, but the issue again is, I, I would recommend this to anyone <laughs> that's watching that show, is beware like when you pick up the book, because you might not like the show very much after that.
0: Okay. Um, because the book is so, so good. It's really good. Yeah.
1: The show is a mystery box kind of like it's the, the payoff of the show is like oh what actually is happening in the mm. world and these people living under like a propaganda regime like gives me like north korea vibes mm-hmm. but that's there in the sh- in the book but as readers we know what's happening okay so that makes it way more interesting it focuses on the interactions of the characters
0: um quick word on good omens which is just started i think season two
1: Yes, season two, Good Omens. Uh, season one was so good. It's about an angel and a demon. Aziraphale is the angel and the demon Crowley. Angel played by Michael Sheen. Crowley demon played by David Tennant. Amazing actors. Mm. The show is just... I mean, I I love Neil Gaiman and everything he's ever done. And uh, this show is just like... I don't want to spoil anything for you because they've gone online and told people please don't share anything but the premise of the show is it's the end of the world and these two are best friends. They've been running into each other for since the creation of humanity and um, they don't want the world to end because despite them being inherently good and inherently bad, they just love humanity and love watching it interact uh-huh. and the show is really beautiful at like showing what what it is like to be people and the comedy comes from all these angels and demons being completely out of touch with humanity and it's kind of surprising like how did they go on for this long being so silly
0: do they hate each other
1: no they love each other
0: right yeah even though one is a demon and the other is an angel that's
1: right and that's what makes the show so compelling because they're inherently different but at the same time they kind of give off the yin yang where it's like you know there there is a bit of good in the bad and a, mm. and there is a bit of bad in the good and that's why their interactions are so compelling because it's like one wants to be bad and then the other one wants it is one is inherently good but the demon kind of you know convinces David Tennant convinces Michael Sheen to like cut corners and Michael Sheen convinces David Tennant to every now and then do the right thing ah. and sounds great yeah, yeah,
0: um, where where do we find all these shows?
1: Um, what we do in the shadows is on Neon. Um, season five is airing right now. Uh, there's about three, four episodes out. Good Omens just dropped two days ago on Amazon Prime. I wouldn't be surprised if you binged it in one go. Mm-hmm. But um, the ending is very controversial, and I'm not going to talk about it. So. Okay. Uh,
0: and the, and the foundation.
1: Oh, and the foundation is on Apple TV, Thanks. and they do brilliant large-scale productions and they've done a great job with the visuals on this definitely watch it on a tv not a laptop or a phone
0: beautiful great advice and someone says they've updated the book and that they have some good female characters who are the lead uh, which doesn't happen so much in the book so it's interesting thank you prateek navani our tv reviewer great work
1: thank you